Welcome to Living Wisely, Living Well, timeless wisdom to enrich every day with Asha Nayaswamy, one of the spiritual directors of Ananda Palo Alto and a founding member of Ananda Worldwide. If you enjoy this content and are inspired by the teachings of Paramahansa Yogananda and his disciple Swami Kriyananda, find Asha on YouTube, Facebook, all podcast directories, and her website, ashajoy.org. Living Wisely, Living Well, November 6th. Never accept an idea merely because others endorse it. As long as you are true to yourself and to your understanding of what is right and wrong, it won't matter if, in other people's eyes, you seem quaint or passé. The road to truth can sometimes be quite rough, but it leads toward ever-increasing clarity. The smooth highway of popularity, on the other hand, meanders through dense fogs of delusion into deeper and deeper darkness. Swamiji is addressing here an idea that um, is is something that a lot of people fall into, which is instead of thinking first what is true, what is true from my own heart or what is true from my own reasoning, what is true from my own experience, we look around to try to see what other people are saying and then try to fit into them, fit into their reality. So if everybody is advocating a certain political point of view or religious point of view or their taste in art or their preference in music, we're looking to the outside and thinking how to, to, to make it work with them. It's, it's a terrible thing to do. First of all, because you're just starting by giving away your whole self to other people's opinions. And most of the time, they don't really care about you, and they're not any more committed to you than you actually are to, to truth itself. When, when you're, you yourself are disloyal to yourself, disloyal to your own opinions, disloyal to the unique understanding of life that God is giving you and you're trying to tread your way through, once you betray that, the whole world will betray you. And you'll work hard to get people to like you and to assume a persona and wear the right clothes and have the right slang and say the right things. But there's no foundation for that. There's no foundation in you. And therefore, there's no foundation in your relationships to anyone because it's all just based on uh, illusion. It's all based on illusion. And anybody who would want you to be like that doesn't have much to offer in the first place anyway. It's, it takes a certain amount of, well, sometimes it takes a lot of courage, but it certainly takes a certain amount of courage just to, to, to stand in your own truth. And I don't want to say exactly let the world come to you because we're not trying to be um, disharmonious. We're not trying to defy people and challenge them to like us. We're just wanting to move through life with some kind of a compass that's lasting. If people are just there because they want you to to agree with them, well, they're not going to be very interesting people anyway. And if they lack, if they don't have more strength than that, then why are you spending your time with them? Now, I understand we get lonely, and especially when we're younger, you know, especially coming through adolescence when we don't really know yet sort of who we are and who our people are. I remember I was about 15 
when I really first, when I first met kindred spirits, um, it, it wasn't as deep as it became a few years later. But it was the first time I realized that I wasn't entirely alone in this world. Prior to that, even though I actually had friends, there was one other person when I, from the age of about 9 to 11 or so, around in there, maybe a little bit older. Um, it, it wasn't a, uh, it wasn't a, let me think what, it was, it was a karmic connection, but there was a real sense of belonging. But mostly there was no sense of belonging. At the same time, I was incapable of pretending. I just have never been able, to a fault, to present myself in a way deliberately to be liked. I've just been too forceful in my own commitment. But if you're going to err one way or the other, that would be the way to err. Because as Swami says, the road to truth may be rough, but it leads ultimately to profound, profound clarity. Because we're, we're, we're adjusting ourselves to a fixed standard. When we're adjusting ourselves to popularity, you just never know which way it's going to go. Trends can pass in a moment, and if, if you're trying to please these people, very often they're trying to please someone else, and then that one's trying to please this one, and the whole house of cards can just go down over and over and over again. You just will, you never know where you stand, and you, you're never standing in your own nature. Some woman spoke to me once. She was part of a, an organization, actually a religious organization, and when she entered in early on, she was creatively herself. And because the culture was one of absolute conforming, as sometimes religious organizations can be, she was criticized for exercising her own creative initiative. And she was so traumatized by being criticized that she said she figured out who they wanted her to be and became that person, and as she put it, and as a consequence, I rose very high in the organization. But after 25 years, which was a long time, the hypocrisy of it had been just eating at her soul the whole time. And she said, fortunately, somewhere I saved a piece of my true self and I was able to walk away. And she did successfully and, and then made for herself an authentic life. I mean, it's, it's a long and a very painful story, but there comes a day of reckoning when the personality that we have put on is only to be popular, to be liked by others. Sooner or later, there's a, a, the magnetism of truth is what happens. And if we go through a whole incarnation, or even multiple incarnations, sooner or later, the magnetism of truth will play against that false value of hypocrisy, that false value of, of letting other people's preferences, which are usually very shallow, as I'm saying, their shallow preferences mold your personality, pretty soon the soul will rebel. And the more deeply we've embedded ourselves in a, in a pretense, the more traumatic that day of reckoning is. As Swami says it, we get deeper and deeper into darkness. And then the journey back into the light is very long. So why don't we skip 
that whole experience? Why don't we just skip that experience and really be sincere in what we're doing? In this, in uh, at one point with Swami Kriyananda, some I don't remember the context exactly, but for some reason he was passing out compliments. He doesn't. He never flattered. He never tried to win us by saying nice things to us. He was always completely, Swamiji, he was always completely sincere. If there was something commendable, he would say it, but he wouldn't say it just to win you, just to flatter you and make you his minion. It was unthinkable. So he was saying complimentary things to people in some way, commending them for various actions, and I wanted to be complimented. It wasn't that he wasn't supportive of me, but while he was passing out compliments. And somehow or another, I managed to just put myself in such a position where it was just too awkward for him to not say something to me. So what he said to me is that I was, Asha, you are very sincere. That's what he said. And I thought I had just backed him into a corner and he just had to say something that wasn't too terrible. And I actually got quite hurt. Quite, well, I got quite depressed. I wasn't hurt, but I was, I was discouraged. And after a couple of days, Swami noticed that I was down, and he asked me what was wrong. And I sighed, and I said, well, you know, you were saying such complimentary things to people, and all you could say to me was, Asha, you're very sincere. So, <coughs> Swami looked completely startled. He said, Asha... Sincerity is everything. And so far from it being a a minor compliment, he was really trying to tell me that, you know, I was solid and the only thing that really mattered. So over the course of years since then, because I I didn't really even understand what the word sincere meant, and I, I always thought, just as I had interpreted it, that, well, you may have really messed up and you may be incompetent, you may not have any talents. <coughs> you may not, not be able to do anything well, but at least you're sincere. I mean, that's how it sounded to me. You're a total doofus, but you mean well. But what he meant was that there was that it, perhaps guileless is not quite the right word, but it's close to it. There was no pretense. There's just absolute honesty. There was none of this. And actually, when I was reading this before I started the broadcast, I had to say to myself, you know, I've never, I've never been able to change who I am for the sake of popularity. So I, have to, I had to really stop and think, like, what would that even mean? And that's when I was thinking of what Swami said to me. I, I always, it's like I have to be myself. I have to be absolutely truthful I have to be absolutely sincere. I'm going to say that word. <clears throat> I can't say what I don't mean. I've learned I've learned that it's not insincere to be supportive. It's not insincere to be genuinely interested in what other people are interested in. It's not insincere to make small talk. I used to think that small talk was insincere. Small talk meaning you're just exchanging ideas that are not very important, talking about <laughs> meals that you ate. I mean, it always amazes me when someone will tell me about a delicious dinner they had in a restaurant when I wasn't there. But what I, what I finally figured out is that people just want to exchange energy. 
I mean, it's so obvious, isn't it? People just want to exchange energy. They just want to be together and just sort of exchange back and forth that we like being together, we love each other. And the content of the vibrations that you exchange, sometimes if it's trivial, it makes it sweeter because what you're really doing is just being together, sort of like children, just enjoying each other's company and talking because talking is a a nice way to make connections. So I've learned um, to think more about someone else's reality than my own. But the ability to do that comes from a deep habit of knowing who you are and knowing what's true. And then, I mean, the word sincerity is also the word authentic. And I also use the other word, it's also honest. But honesty doesn't have to be rude. And honesty doesn't have to be offensive. You can be very, very honest and still be very kind because... There's a difference between, the Swami often puts it, fact and truth. Uh, You can be very factual about how things are, but truth is always encouraging. Truth is an aspect of the divine. Truth always makes people stronger going forward. And sometimes tough love is required. Sometimes um, strong medicine has to be delivered. But even from the heart, if it's delivered and I'll use the word sincere again, with a sincere desire to help someone, it comes across quite differently than if the desire is actually to put them down so that you can be taller. One way to make yourself look tall is to cut off the heads of the people around you. And it isn't that easy to be authentic in your relationship to the world because it it demands self-honesty. I mean, it begins from actually knowing what are my motives? What are my thoughts? When am I violating my deeper truth because I wish to please other people? And when am I accommodating because I want to be supportive? They're two entirely different things. Um, But the basis of all of it is to know who I am and where I stand. And so, as Swami says, the road to truth can be a little rough, but in the end it leads to crystal clarity, which gives you then the freedom to choose. And that's what we want. We want the freedom to choose. I can relate and present myself in whatever way will be the most helpful, because I have the freedom to choose. So, Swami says, never accept an idea merely because others endorse it. As long as you are true to yourself and to your understanding of what is right and wrong, it won't matter if, in other people's eyes, you seem quaint or passé. The road to truth can sometimes be quite rough, but it leads towards ever-increasing clarity. The smooth highway of popularity, on the other hand, meanders through dense fogs of delusion into deeper and deeper darkness. God bless you, my friends. Our work is made possible by inspired listeners, so if you feel to support Asha, you can make a one-time donation, or for unique members-only content, subscribe through Patreon. Blessings and thank you.